Star Wars 7x7 episode 2838. All right, it's Monday, which means it's an Obi-Wan day for us, and we're going to talk about stories in the Darth Vader comics that don't really tell us anything that happened in real time with Obi-Wan Kenobi, but it does speak to Vader's mindset, and we'll dig a little more into that as well. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So maybe that was a little confusing up at the top when I said that the stuff with Obi-Wan Kenobi and the Darth Vader comics doesn't happen in real time. That's because it's part reverie and part fantasy meditation, if you will. So I will explain. So the Darth Vader comics for Star Wars. They have happened actually in three different series. There was a series that came out in 2015 when they rebooted the whole comic situation. There was a second series that focused on the first year of Darth Vader's existence, as in from the events of Revenge of the Sith onward. And then there's a third series ongoing right now that takes place in between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. We are talking about the second series, and there are Obi-Wan appearances in three of those issues. It's issue five, issue 13, and the annual that they published. So I'm gonna briefly tell you how Obi-Wan appears in each of those. None of them are actual appearances. They all happen in Vader's mind. So in issue five, the story that's happening involves a Jedi that Vader has to hunt down and he acquires a lightsaber out of it. This is part of the story of how Vader gets his own lightsaber with a red kyber crystal. He gets it from a Jedi and he has to bleed the crystal so that way it can become an official Sith lightsaber. And Palpatine sends him to Mustafar to do this because it's a big dark side <laughs> locus of energy, right? So Vader tr takes the crystal out and the crystal, like his first attempt at doing anything with it, kind of gives him a shock and actually shatters one of his helmet's eyes. So you see his eye and it seems to create some sort of you know, alternate reality situation where he says to himself, what have I done? And then he has this you know, vision of himself going to face Palpatine and showing him a green lightsaber, not a red one. So Palpatine and Vader have a fight, but Vader kills Palpatine, then goes to wherever Obi-Wan Kenobi is hanging out, and it is not on Tatooine. It is a verdant planet, and there are trees in the background. So Vader clearly has no idea where Obi-Wan is, and just goes up to him, takes his helmet off, and kneels down and says, please, like he wants Obi-Wan to kill him. And Obi-Wan lifts his lightsaber to strike, but then actually turns it off and just utters the one word, Anakin. And then at that point, Vader wakes from his, you know, little fantasy dream state and goes, uh, no. And then proceeds to bleed the kyber crystal and has all of his hate and rage fueled into the thing. And you see little flashbacks of Kenobi standing on Mustafar walking away from him and Padme and the Emperor and so on and so forth. Then at the end of the issue in reality he shows up on Coruscant and shows the Emperor his red lightsaber blade and <laughs> the rest is history. The second situation happens in issue 13. Vader is hanging out in his meditation chamber and he's imagining a different scenario of the fight on Mustafar at the end of Revenge of the Sith where instead of Anakin standing on that little floating platform it's Vader like he's in his full 
full armor and they're having the same conversation you know you underestimate my power and don't try and all that stuff vader instead like makes lava fly at Obi-Wan and then force chokes him and gets him on the ground. Obi-Wan gets to deliver like your whole chosen one. You were supposed to bring balance to the force line, but because Obi-Wan is down on the ground and has had lava on him, he ends up being the one burning up and completely burns apart before Vader is woken out of his meditation <laughs> with a message from the Emperor saying, hey, Come here, I got something for you. And the last appearance in the Darth Vader comics takes place in its annual number two, although I think it was the only annual that was actually issued for series two of the Darth Vader series. So I'm not sure why it wasn't just annual one, but yeah, you know, small things. Anyway, so the plot for that one-shot story has to do with some sabotaging of the efforts to build the Death Star on Geonosis, and Vader is sent to investigate. Once he arrives on Geonosis, he meets Orson Krennic, which is its own particular bit of joy. And <laughs> there's an assassination attempt, or it seems like that, because some you know rock avalanche comes down and almost buries him in Krennic, but Vader, of course, manages to save them. Anyway, so the thing that has to do with Obi-Wan Kenobi is that Vader, during his time there, wanders off into the Petronaki arena where, as you see him standing there, there is in the artwork flashback stuff to the battle that took place in the arena during Attack of the Clones, which, of course, Obi-Wan Kenobi was involved in, and Padme appears in this, and I think you see Mace Windu and other Jedi in that sort of flashback thing as well, so certainly he is considering his history within that arena, but that's the only appearance of Obi-Wan there. So that doesn't necessarily tell us anything about Obi-Wan Kenobi and his time in between the end of Revenge of the Sith and before we get to the events of the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, but it certainly does speak to Darth Vader and what's going on in his mind about Obi-Wan Kenobi. So we know that the efforts of Order 66 were not successful in terms of Obi-Wan, right? Because Obi-Wan survived and followed Padme or stowed away on Padme's ship going to Mustafar and he walked away from the battle with Anakin slash Darth Vader. So he knows that Obi-Wan survived at least the initial thrust of Order 66. Then, shortly after the events of Order 66, within the first year after the fall of the Republic and the establishment of the Galactic Empire, the Inquisitorius was founded. Those are the fine, dark side-using folks who won't quite be Sith, but are still bad enough, and we've seen three or four of them in the Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer, right? So yes, that has already been established. These are the people who are actively seeking out and hoping to destroy any living remaining Jedi. So if Obi-Wan Kenobi was found, if any hint of his existence had been discovered, the Inquisitorius would have heard about it, Vader would have heard about it. That means that when we first see Vader in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, he knows that Obi-Wan Kenobi is still alive, he knows that Obi-Wan is hiding somewhere in the galaxy, and if there is one Jedi above all others that Darth Vader wants to find and wants to kill and would probably say, leave him to me, it would be Obi-Wan Kenobi. He has been fantasizing about a rematch with Kenobi. He's been reviewing the fight that he had with him, how he lost. Palpatine has been needling him about it for years. He refers to it as the site of Vader's greatest defeat. 
their battle on Mustafar, that is. Also, Palpatine, of course, made Vader set up shop on Mustafar, so every time Vader is at home just kicking back, he's kicking back in the place where he had his greatest defeat, and Palpatine wants him to be thinking about this all the time. So just imagine how Vader is going to be, what his mindset is going to be like when the merest inkling, the barest lead suggests a possibility to reconfront Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like when that shows up, Vader is going to be all about it, super intense, and it is going to be, as Kathleen Kennedy described it, the rematch of the century. It's going to be epic. So then the question for us, which we're not going to find out for another month and a half or so, is will Obi-Wan beat him again? Or will Vader beat Kenobi and do it in a way that makes it seem like Kenobi may well have died, so that way Vader won't be on Kenobi's trail anymore? <laughs> We've got a little time to wait and wonder, but for now, that is going to do it for our discussion of Obi-Wan appearances in the Darth Vader comic series 2, and that is going to do it for this episode of the show. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be star wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by lucasfilm limited disney or 20th century fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only star wars the star wars logo all names and pictures of star wars characters vehicles and any other star wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of lucasfilm limited other respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them all original content is copyright 2021 by star wars 7x7 we hope you love it